their backs are to a wall and they're looking at a wall as well. So they're like chained to a wall and they're looking at a wall. And there are these people behind them and there's a fire and these people behind them have these little sticks and they're like showing, they're casting shadows of things. So like, they're like, they got this little stick that looks like a house. And so the people's chained in the cave are staring at the shadows. So they're, seeing a shadow of a house thinking it's a house right they're like oh that's a house but really they're seeing a shadow of the house that is you Haley. welcome to spinsters the podcast where we sanitize regularly (laughs) i don't know why like if i could get in a time machine and travel back into time and establish that the intros are something you would do. Like, that would be my one thing. Not even, like, to the that. biggest regrets of my life. Not to the things I've messed up. Not to the things in the, when I'm trying to sleep and I can't sleep. And I'm like, why did you say that to in third grade? She's never going to forget it. That's probably all she tells people about you now. I would not go back to that moment. I would go back to this Moment where I told you <laughs> I'll do these intros. God, I'm Haley O'Shaughnessy. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm Jordan Liggins. <sighs> You're doing um, great. Thanks. Um, do you have any housekeeping that you yeah. want to do before we get started? Well, we have a couple things. So we have, first, if you missed last week, we had our very first guest host in Kristen Ledlow. She did amazing. It was so much fun. We talked about different hot takes. So if you missed that episode, make sure to go back and listen to that. And we also have some really fun narratives coming up that I'm really excited about. I'm working on a couple. We've had some wonderful contributors putting forth their ideas. So I can't wait for you guys to listen to them. They're yeah, we do. So we have good. a lot of good reporting and fun things coming up. And yeah. um, what else? Um, If you have not subscribed to Basketball Feelings yet, which is Katie Heindel's newsletter, do that. Her last two posts just blew me away. Um, She's just a really talented writer, and it's a fun way to consume basketball. And I promise you it's not a way you're consuming it right now. Um. The way she looks at the game is just, yeah, really amazing. Uh, And I think that's about it. Oh, no, wait. Like and no. No. This isn't a tweet. (laughs) Um, (laughs) If you like this podcast, please leave us a review. Period. (laughs) Period. (laughs) End of sentence. (laughs) Thank you in advance for all of your reviews. And Um, make sure to rate our... Spencer's, if you love it. Okay, let's get let's get into it. <laughs> so the Suns and the Warriors play this week. They do. They play twice. I feel like I should say that's like a real that's actually the biggest deal this week. I should have said that with more gusto. But like I said, I'm <laughs> staying with my aunt and uncle um in Kentucky and they are amazing and in their seventies and the heat is like 75 right now so i'm slowly fading <laughs> don't fade. actually in my mind i said the Suns and the warriors play this week and i like screamed it um 
<laughs> I'm just sinking slowly into the chair. <laughs> no, yeah, I'm in Chicago right now at my sister's house. I've been here for like three weeks, actually. It's been a while. I've been here for a long time. I'm basically a Chicago we in. Chicagoan? Chicagoan. That sounds more right. Chicagoan. Um, Chicagoan. But it's freezing outside, so I'm okay. Yes, I am. I'm going to the Bulls and Hornets game and Ball Brothers against each other. And the tickets were great. I'm like, wow, anywhere outside of L.A., you can actually watch a live basketball game for a normal ticket. I was very happy. Um, What are you going to say when you see LeVar? I'm going to say that okay first of all wait backstory we've been watching like movie nights here with the whole fam is in town and we watched king richard and it was wonderful it's the movie about you know serena williams and venus williams dad and my boyfriend had a wonderful point that was the original lavar ball he was the original lavar ball he was saying that his kids were gonna be great Nobody believed him. He was in the media. He was going crazy. And then it turned out true. And that's what LeVar did. And I thought I just thought that was a great point. So I'm going to go and say you and King Richard should be great friends. And who's is Will Smith also going to play you in your movie? That's what I'm going to say. Had Richard Williams had the vision to have a little bit more alliteration and he would have been recognized as the first LeVar. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. I'm with you. Um, who will play LeVar in their movie in 30 years when yeah. they've all, including LaMelo, won multiple championships? Ooh, Beyond okay. basketball, too, just like all kinds of championships. Food competitions, NBA championships, etc. I think it'll still be Will Smith, honestly. I was just going to say that. It's, it's still going to be again. Will. It's still going to be Will. He's going to be like 70 years old. And I don't know if I can take another <laughs> press run from Will Smith. Oh, my God. I don't want to know about your sex life anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Did you see the quote where he was talking about he, was, uh, he had sex with so many women that he was – he? Well, actually, I'm not going to – I'm in my aunt's house. <laughs> I can't. Redacted. I can't. I'm retreat. Like, retreat. I can't tell if it's being much. like 130 degrees in here or if I'm just paranoid from childhood, but I don't want them to overhear me talking about um, Will Smith's orgasms. So anyway, um, the Suns and the Warriors play this week twice. We're, yes. We are very excited. Tuesday, it's in Phoenix. And then Friday, it's in yep. California. In San okay. Francisco. Yep. And then they play again on Christmas. They do. Which is good. And I like what um, Steph was asked about it after this last game. And I think he put it in a good good frame of mind of like, this is a good test. You know, good test for both teams. And that we're 20 games in. I feel like when we, at the beginning of the season, we were like, oh, it's so early. It's too early to say. It's too early to say. This is a good test right now to see if the Suns are for real, if the Warriors are for real. And is this going to be a preview of the playoffs? Um, and so I think I, I'm actually really excited for it. Not a lot of pressure, but also like a lot of pressure. <laughs> well, yeah, I think for both of them, too, they have been. The Warriors have been a pleasant surprise, which is interesting because I feel like I dedicated so much energy 
before this season to just saying don't don't make it so the end goal being a championship is necessary for you to enjoy this. Yeah. To all the Warriors fans in my life. And I do feel like they came around to that because Steph is still fun to watch. He's one of those players where even if your team is terrible or just, okay, I guess terrible still. I'm holding it to like Warriors dynasty mm-hmm. expectations. Just like pretty okay or or good. Mm-hmm. You don't have to lay the pressure on and he can still be extremely entertaining, the pressure of like winning it all. But then all of a sudden, they're like the most sure shot to get out of the West. Yeah, I know. I feel like it kind of came. And I don't want to say it came out of nowhere, but now that we're here. It's like, okay, they're going to win it all. Like, everyone's like, I would rather bet on Steph than not. I mean, the current, with the current situations right now, so many teams have injuries. Mm -hmm. Um, We just saw uh, this morning Michael Porter Jr. is going to be out the -hmm. rest of the season. So many teams, like the Bucks have not been completely healthy. Um, The Sixers, you know, Embiid. So it's kind of like in the landscape right now. Yeah, they've looked fantastic. They've been these two teams have been two teams that it's been very easy to believe in in the West, mm-hmm. um, kind of because of process of elimination. But also they've been spectacular. We shouldn't just act like uh, these are here just because they're de- they're defaults. With Steph, right. like yes, I think we could have expected this, even though every time you watch him, it kind of feels like the first time again. Mm-hmm. It's with everyone else on that team that I think I'm surprised by because when they succeeded in the dynasty it was like yes they had so much talent but it almost felt like the energy was like in scarcity mode if that makes sense yeah and now they're pulling from guys who are doing things that i did not know they could still do like Mm -hmm. draymond green for example draymond green andrew wiggins i just did not expect these i I didn't know i didn't think they'd ever be capable of quite this, which again is exactly the perfect yeah. fit that they need. I mean, Draymond is 31. His offense has been progressively worse for you. Actually, I don't want to say progressively because that sounds like it's fading away. It was so much more alarming than that. It was like, you know, how those videos of icebergs mm-hmm. and it's like this iceberg has broken off and it will never be returning again because of global warming. Like that was his offense. I was just like, wow, this is like really going fast. You know, it's not even like he ever had the most to offer um certainly not of that of you know their best lineup ever of the death lineup but it was like you just need a whiff of something Mm -hmm. like the threat of a whiff that you can do something and that will help stuff out but now that is like that is actually exactly what they need for me it's it's less about others contributing massively to that Mm -hmm. offense with the warriors as it is selling the illusion of contributing enough Mm. just yeah, so that Steph good. can capitalize yeah and that's a, it's the same with Wiggins like you don't need him to be the number two guy you don't need him to give even what Clay can give just be um, a threat <laughs> and like that's what it seems like he is again which is surprising he is yeah. um not the main character and that's how it this is best serving him yes yes a hundred percent he but it's funny because it's all a lot of his old ticks are still there Mm-hmm. Um, but he's still not one night he's shooting five for 15 and night before he shot 
you know, 12 for 19. Like, it's just the, the things that were there that were frustrating are still there. Like, he's this is, I think, his worst assist year. They just need the to play the Timberwolves every night. <laughs> exactly. I'm not, but but it just works with Wiggins because the expectations are lower. Yes. Because he's surrounded by this guy who can take on the gravity of all these other things. And that's just, that's the power of stuff. That's why, I mean, watching them is so much fun. But I don't want to dis- diminish what everyone else is doing. Wiggins, Draymond, Poole. Like, Poole, everyone yeah. is doing an exceptional job. I do think it's just really about appreciating the fact that Steph is being this guy still is the reason that they can do it. Whereas with the Suns, mm-hmm. I think there's a – I have a different perception issue with them than I did with the Warriors of being, um, well, they were great, and that was your standard, so now lower your standard. But actually, I guess you don't have to lower it anymore. With the Suns, it's kind of <laughs> – Yeah, maybe. I don't, with the Suns, it's like, okay, they had a bit of the heat in them. Um from the year before where you went to the finals, it was such a surprise that should we expect you to really come back this strong, but there was no reason to not. I think except for the same doubts you had leading into the playoffs before they even made the finals, you don't have a top tier, top shelf superstar. Mm -hmm. Like I love Devin Booker. He's not Giannis. Do you know what I mean? That's not a slight to him. It's just saying- No, definitely. People are going to perceive your team differently. It's this belief that a team has to be set up in a formulaic way to win where you've got these one to two like massively they're on every single Nike campaign guys. Mm -hmm. And that's not the way the Suns are. And because I think that's been ignored a bit, what's being overlooked is that they are one of the most complete teams, if not the most complete team right now in the NBA. And my question is, like, how much do we as fans, but also as people of the quote unquote media, how much do we buy into winning streaks? Because it's like 16 games. That's a lot. And that's crazy. And I feel like nobody's talking about it. Like, you can ask any random person. Nobody even knows. Didn't you say your dad? My dad (laughs) didn't even know. He's like, wait, the Suns are good? What? (laughs) what (laughs) like is this not the finals again wait what what's happening so it's like how much can we buy into that like this is a general uh, a real question because you look at the Warriors and they do have the best record and it's they have lost a couple literally a couple two games and it's not been a full streak but they're still great and then you have other teams you know Brooklyn's still doing well the Bucks are doing okay why is it that the streak is so important? And why is it, you know, we're talking about these this matchup because the Warriors could break the streak. But they're still going to be good. Like, next week, they're still going to be a good team. So why do you think that is? I just feel like it's the chance, the, the enormity of this is the chance to finally pit these two teams who are both in different ways but are both surprises mm-hmm. and say who's the better out of the two. Um, yeah. With streaks, like you were saying, I have seen a couple of people say, well, the Suns haven't been playing the best teams, um, mm-hmm. you know, on their way to it. But you can't, I mean, they didn't make the schedule. You can't knock them Exactly. That. I think that they do have lasting power, though. I think mm-hmm. the Warriors have lasting power, too. I mean, the Warriors, I, at this point, I, I'm going to stop bringing up Clay coming back because let's just focus on who they are right now. Yeah. Um, and what they're able to do just because you never know. 
um, and might as well appreciate them for this. But with the Suns, like any team, and this applies to the Warriors as well, with great defense, that's mm-hmm. just really seemed to figure out other teams, I think has real yeah. lasting power. Um, yeah, and with the Suns, I think what surprised me is like how well JaVale fits. But that's not even like a... Actually, you know what the... Yes. The I thing I that. really implore people to watch and what we should all be watching for Tuesday and yeah. Friday. Is that what you said? Tuesday and Friday, but also just in general with the Suns is Mikel Bridges. Like that has yes. been my takeaway from, I think, every Suns game more than, you know, Aiden, Booker, Chris Paul. Like he has been so stunning on defense. And I was Amazing. playing tag with my little cousins the other day. My aunt has a uh, three grandkids, all boys, under ten. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm sleeping great. Um, and we were playing tag the other day, and I was literally thinking, like, you know, when you're playing tag and you have to judge, I can't run for him because he's right here, and you've kind of mm-hmm. got to like Mikel can win every single game of tag that he ever wanted to and that's a bit how his defense works because he's so long like that's Mm -hmm. the first thing but i don't even like to focus on that too much because it ignores how smart he is his positioning is again and again so helpful but like three steps ahead and if you're going to be that guy who's like in football watch the offensive line because you can see where everything's about to go in this game with the suns watch mikhail because Mm -hmm. What he's focusing on will be ultimately what the Warriors are trying to pull out to beat them. And it's that responsibility of like, you know, guarding the best player every night. No, kind of no matter the position, like he's guarding Katie one night and then he's guarding, you know, Randall just this past weekend when they did the back to back in New York. And it's like that is what you're going to get from him. And I was reading the um, the Athletic, and the writer actually put it in a really good way. He is the best, fourth best player in the league, if that makes sense. Like on, Oh, that's interesting. On a roster, you're, kind of, you're not going to say he's the guy. He's kind of not the second guy. He's kind of not the third guy, but he's like the he's best fourth guy. Yeah. He's and, the, yeah, that's, that's interesting. And I like that, too, because Draymond is that defensive stopper, and he also brings the energy. And I think of Bridges as that as well. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, He'll definitely take uh, Steph Curry. Yeah. And um, who knows? Steph will take who's easiest. (laughs) I actually haven't thought that. Yeah, we we don't got to talk about that. I can conserve the most energy by him guarding. Yeah. it probably won't won't even be Chris Paul. Um, <laughs> no. All right. Well, I'm excited for that. Me too. I'm excited to uh, get your text from the Hornets game tonight. Oh, yeah. Obviously, we're recording this Monday. I'll have died of heat stroke in the <laughs> Kentucky winter by Tuesday morning. Um, <laughs> I wanted to, before we do anything else, uh, go into... This uh, ick bag. Ick bag. Wanna, I was on, I was on the fly <laughs> trying to think of a way to to say um, mailbag with icks in I it. I love it. No. Okay. Ick bag. Um, is this like a tote? Is this a purse? What kind of bag is it? Well, if it's icky. Oh yeah. I'm not gonna judge. I almost just said a 
I'm not gonna die. <laughs> hey, what's up, guys? Jordan Liggins here. TickPick should be your first choice to buy basketball tickets because they save fans money by never charging any service fees ever. TickPick is an exclusive ticketing partner for Spinsters and the Blue Wire Network. NBA basketball is finally back, and there is no need to exhaust yourself searching all over the internet to find NBA tickets anymore. Because TickPick, that's T-I-C-K-P-I-C-K, is the original no-fee ticket site and the only one you'll ever need as your go-to for all NBA tickets. I'm actually super excited because I'm about to go visit my sister in Chicago and we're gonna go to a Bulls game and hey, I'm gonna check out TickPicks for the best tickets on the market. I know they're gonna be the best price, I know it's gonna be easy and no service fees. Visit TickPick.com slash spin today to save $10 on your first order of NBA tickets. TickPick.com slash spin. So like two weeks ago, we were doing a podcast and I think I brought up Ix, like mm -hmm. because of Kelly Oubre. Yes, yes. Kissing, um, like kissing the air after blowing a kiss. Sometimes he says it's to the air, but it's like directly at the bench of the opposite <laughs> team. Or the player he just scored on. <laughs> um, I... I th if you don't know what an ick is, because we asked for some of these, um, like basketball icks, but an ick in general is something that turns you off from a person. Mm -hmm. Generally, like used in a romantic sense. Um, yeah. And I wanted to come up with some more examples of like just regular ones before we went into it. Uh, just in case that doesn't make sense, because every time I've brought this up to one of my friends who's like 35 plus, they're kind of they don't exactly know what I'm talking about. So I texted my most toxic group chat and asked them for their icks just before this. So I'm just going to read. It was oh God. Like too fast. Like, honestly, the, the way <laughs> it was like they had it like already they were typing it I in said, their notes. I said, what are your icks? just in general and uh my friend <laughs> said is this like when on a couch and i couldn't hook up with him anymore mm. and i was like yeah he doesn't own a couch that's <laughs> yeah that's, that's it. it that's um, it <laughs> which is like icks aren't always red flags i think normally they're actually not it's that's just what i was gonna say what's the difference because i feel like those are two things kind of circling around like a what's the difference between an ick and a red flag a red flag is like this is something i see now that will eventually turn into something worse or is a sign of behavior that will end up being very bad. And it is more like, I don't know if I'm attracted to you anymore. Yep. You know, so. Got it, got it. Um, another example that came in like literally 20 seconds after I sent the text <laughs> out um, was flat pillows. And this came from two Ooh. people right in a row. Yeah. Interesting. You know, like the, the lone flat pillow. Um mm. So now those were two of them. Uh, I <laughs> I also <laughs> I don't even know how to read this one. Um, but I saw this one the other day when he eats something still hot and steaming, and he starts doing the. Hush, hush, hush. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know exactly where that was going. 
my nephew who who is one and a half like that's like his favorite word is hot and so he like blows <laughs> on his food before but it's like hot. that's like a, a kid thing yeah oh. well exactly and that's why it's kind of like it, you're like you're a grown-up you know um anyway so those are some Ooh. icks uh just for reference okay I'm I, so excited for these NBA ones yeah I um well when I first I think I even said this last time I first saw the this get brought up not with basketball just in general um from this podcast that's on TikTok it's these two British guys I even like I hesitate sharing it just because I almost didn't share the video of them with you because I don't really know their all-encompassing podcast. Yeah, you know tone like it. It's very easy to find humor in this like 2011 male humor heterosexual couple like guys doing weird things is funny. But yes. I don't know like otherwise they might be problematic. I don't know. I googled their podcast title, and it said number one podcast in. Germany and Johannesburg and I'm like that feels like a really weird like fan base <laughs> to have in common <laughs> that is very dark specific. history there but actually that was a different podcast called shits and giggles this one's called mm. shits and shits and gigs and the x the i and shit is an x so okay and I'm not recommending them I'm not right. not You're recommending not them like I laughed at the video but I don't know. Like it's too dangerous, know. and that's TikTok. Literally, you come, you go into one video, and that's the thing you think is funny, and you're like, "This video is funny." I'm not referencing it, I everything know, that they do. You really do. need to look. Yeah, gotta the do whole, your homework. Like, don't me your heroes thing. I don't even want to Google them. Like, I don't want to know them. I don't want to Google them. It's a great. Point. I don't want to know about what they do in their spare time. Like, I don't want to. <laughs> I sometimes I get this with basketball players. I'm like, I used to want to know so much more, and now I just. If I have an affection for you of any sort, I really don't want to know more information. Yeah. And that's I been my that. dating life lately. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So anyway, ask for basketball icks because we <clears throat> gave maybe just the one, but I was thinking about them afterwards. And oh, yeah, Steph's mouth guard. Yes. I hate Steph's mouth guard. Mm-hmm. Dream when he does little jumps that barely yes. get off, get any airtime. Um were there other ones? I remembered afterwards. I I hate when a guy is going to sit down like on the bench, but then mm-hmm. he like misses the seat. Now that's only happened like four <laughs> times in no, the I NBA. See that happen. Yeah, but that happens, happens a lot a in college. Lot. Yeah, that happens a lot in college. Yeah, yeah. Someone yeah. actually sent one in that says they had, this guy has no avi, no like name that makes sense. Um, in their handle, but he says, "Why are the benches so crowded? Guy makes fifty million per year and can't get a full seat on the bench." Okay, but seriously, <laughs> yes, and and when you look at you know arenas that sell tickets at the end of the bench, it's like those are the worst seats in the house. Why are you even? Why do you want to sit there? Because yeah. these like seven foot guys are squished together. I bet they miss like the, you know, when they could spread out. I bet they loved that. Yeah, when it exactly. was a, a couple of years ago. Yeah, um, be on a be on a worse team, and that's a unexpected benefit. You get yeah. to sit, <laughs> get a little more leg room. Exactly. Um, okay, so here's some of the basketball icks that we got sent into us. I'm just gonna read these to you. Okay. okay, you know what kept coming up was 
like licking the fingers. Anything like mouth related, which is actually something that's like it's generational because I don't. Okay, so you know how Jamal Murray licks his fingers as a like it's a celebratory thing. No, like yeah. after and he again, makes we're a shot. On the court. Uh, yeah, I'll ugh. send you a video. This is from our friend Ashton. She suggested this, but then like people kept commenting this. Gary said Steve Nash licking his hands and having greasy hair made oh, my mom hate the yes. sun. Yes. Oh, okay. Like that was a four finger lick. He would go straight down, swoop the bangs back, and his hair was like, a, like a wet dog. Yeah. It was so gross. Yeah, it was okay, disgusting. Yeah. Um, Oof. This person sent in. had that in it still. Because you repressed it. That's what <laughs> exactly. we call repressed memories. Yeah. People do that when they're like kidnapped and sent to a satanic cult. Same thing. Satanic cults. Ugh. Steve Nash. I'm just kidding. The satanic cult thing's not true. I, I listened to a debunking podcast on it, but. That's that is true. You repressed that memory. Okay, someone sent in in my college bio lab. We had a competition to find the grossest thing to swab doorknobs, bathroom fixtures, yoga mats, etc. That grew the most bacteria in a Petri dish. I won because I swabbed a basketball. (gasps) So think about all of the. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's not even just. It's so much more than it's, oh, it's your celebration, you know, your Jamal Murray, Steve Nash, thank God, he's not doing that when the net score anymore. But there's like people, think about like the licking of the hands and then they put it on their shoe. On the shoe. Yeah. Yes. And they'll, or yes. like, and then think about like when sometimes players slap the ground, oh. like on playing defense, which it in itself. I know. Is an ick. It's just it's play bad. defense. You don't have to make a whole show about it. Yeah. See, just don't. you know, I, I've been guilty of that before. Sometimes you just get <laughs> riled up and you're, you just made a couple <laughs> baskets in a row. So you're slapping the floor. But you right after you do it, do it. It's like instant regret. You're like this. People saw me do that. But yeah. 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 Oh. Yeah. It's just there's a lot of. Don't touch nothing. Nothing near the mouth, I guess. Wear it's gloves. just basically. Yeah. Wear gloves. Well, I mean, it made me think about like, you know, have you ever seen someone lick their fingers and then go to the grocery bags and like in the grocery and separate them? That's disgusting. That's what that made me think about. Yeah. It's gross. Anthony Davis, this is another one that was sent in, sniffs his fingers before the free throws. No. You're lying. Yeah. How have I not noticed this What do you think that's about? (laughs) What do you think that's about? (laughs) He's, instead of the licking, he's like, okay, how much bacteria do I have? So far, and just does a whiff. Yeah, he's That's just doing disgusting. a bacteria check. I feel like he would do the licking of the finger and then, like, you know, do the unibrow thing. <laughs> like, lick his fingers and then, like, put it over his eyebrows. The like, unibrow used to be an ick for me, and then he stood so strong with it that I'm like, you know what? I prefer it's his brand now. Yeah, I know. That's a, it's a risky brand. Transcended it the ick. <laughs> yeah, it is a risky brand, but... Good for him. Um, actually, going off of free throw routines. Okay. There were a couple. Have you seen, this is from Nick. Have you seen the, have you seen Alperon Shengun, the Rockets rookie, shoot a free throw? 
I don't think I have. I actually need to send this to you. Hang on, okay, I don't have please. this one pulled up. This is fucking nuts. <laughs> As we're looking it up though, I the most bizarre free throw r- routine is this girl I used to play basketball with. And she was a lefty and she would go to all the way to the left side of the free throw line. So like right in the corner and she would shoot her free throws from there. And it made everyone in the room, everyone in the gym so uncomfortable because it just looks so weird. <laughs> it's so weird. Would she make them? Yeah. But it, it just, it made me uncomfortable. Okay, I'm watching this video. No. Is he licking the basketball? No, it's even worse. Oh, he's Wait, they talking get to it. Yeah. He's talking to it. Okay. All right. I thought the first time he was doing this that he was like praying like he was. Yeah, um, that's what I thought. So basically what he does is he holds the ball in his hand and he like he's like rubbing it and then he's like (coughs) looking at the basket, but he's talking to the ball. So he's like, (laughs) it's it's honestly really weird and it feels a little bit sexual. I, if he is praying now, I feel like bad for saying that. But he's like looking at the basket, rubbing this basketball. It's just really weird. And you know what? It's not even worth it because he's shooting 66%. Like, yeah, I was going to say, what's that percentage? I think it's more, maybe this is my my positivity, but it's like self-talk. He's like, hey, basketball, I know you're you're getting bounced around a lot. You're having a rough day, but like do me a solid. Go in. Mwah. And then yeah, I mean, 66% he is of the time it works. <laughs> He's like this far away from it. It's really close to his mouth. <laughs> so close. That's why I thought he was kissing it. Yeah. Or licking it. Uh, I've never seen anything that like that mouth. before. No. But I am excited about him as a player. So yeah. I guess we'll see more of this. Um, I don't know if anybody's asked him what he's saying to the what he's saying yeah that's what that was my first question what are you saying can we know is it a is it secret is it in english you know is it like some like something that he's grew up saying i want to i have so many questions the way that he does it too because you were just saying oh like self-talk you know like a pep talk it just doesn't look like it like it genuinely looks like he's talking to the ball (laughs) oh goodness yeah. Ooh. Um. Okay. Other X. Jake says mine are tattoo base. I don't okay. care for Steph's wrist tattoo, but the one I really don't like is Wilson Chandler's neck tattoo of a baby. I just hope it's his baby. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine walking down the street? That is a cute ass baby. Get that tattooed on my neck right now. We actually got two other ones specifically just about baby tattoos. (laughs) Um, Yeah. uh, Oh, gosh. This person says any and all baby tattoos, including but not limited to Nick Young's. I love babies, but this doesn't work for me. Yeah. Where do you stand on baby tattoos? You know, I always had a strong stance against baby tattoos especially the like footprints or handprints one 
if you have multiple kids, they're going to feel left out if you don't also put them on your body. Mm. So if you have a lot of kids, you have a mural of footprint, baby footprints on your back. And that's just a little odd. Or you have their mural, like their photo. And they're going to grow up and be like, that's weird that you have my baby picture on your body. I'm against it. It's well, it's so thing. let's go into your hypothetical a little bit more. You okay. get your first baby tattooed on your neck. Um, and it's a really cute baby. I mean, the baby on his neck, although it is a baby tattoo. Cute baby. You have a second baby. Cute baby. Awesome. You probably put it on the back shoulder. Yeah. Right. All of your necks tattooed. Neck. I'm going to guess your left back shoulder is tattooed. You don't <laughs> yeah, usually go for the neck right away. Yeah. Maybe yes. you did, though. Okay. Third child. It's a surprise baby. You weren't expecting it. You guys are like mid-40s, but you're excited. You've still got savings. You know, it's a mm-hmm. good situation. Baby comes out. You're thinking about where you can get it. Maybe like the calf. Yep. Um, yeah. Calf, great place for a head. It's not a cute baby. Mm. Not all babies are cute. And giving them this pressure that they need to be cute is the Tattoo issue. Tattoo worthy cute. Yeah. You talk to any nurse mm-hmm. who works. What What is it called, Jordan, when you like in your you work in the area where they deliver babies? What is that called? Like OB? Labor and delivery. Yes. <coughs> I have a friend yeah. who I will not name by region, name, first name, <laughs> last name, anything. She's called out ugly babies. She was like, you have no idea how ugly some babies are. And I'm not no. even talking about right away. I'm talking about like through infancy. So let's say, Ooh. oh, I'm not going to, I'm going to wait to get this baby tattooed until, you know. The features start growing in. Yeah. 14 months. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Might not happen Still to that no baby. Hope. Wow. That's when you so go footprints maybe? That's the risk. Yeah, that's the risk. That's the, that's and risky. then you say maybe footprints. Then you got a bunch of feet. Then you got a bunch of feet. And- what this also reminds me of, which is a huge ick for me, because we're just talking about neck tattoos, is John Wall has his mom, like right, like by the throat, like right under his chin, just a huge portrait of his mother. And when you are kissing John Wall, you are kissing his mother at the same time. Yeah. It's really uncomfortable. And I don't think he really, really thought that through. It's also just like right under your face. It's just too many faces. Yeah. You already see your face and here's a whole other face right under your face. I like the symbolism of it. But. It's. Yeah. It's the practicality of it is pretty low. (laughs) It's too much. I don't want to see other pictures of other people when I'm trying to concentrate on a person. Yeah. It's like what. What eyes do it? It's too much. It's too much. Would you prefer the classic mom heart tattoo on the neck in the same place? I think those Honestly, are awesome. I love those. Yeah. I think it's kind of, you know, it's 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 funny. It's cute. But the detail and like, you know how much he paid for that. Like, this is a detailed portrait of your mother. And I, I just think it's a bit much. It's It's a lot. You have to wonder, like, does your mom like that? I I would not. Like, I know my parents weren't happy when they found out about my first tattoo. And my first three tattoos were all mistakes. So it's like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, are, 
neck. Did you go for the neck first? Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> what? I don't I know. know. That's just. I, I think my brother getting a tattoo. I think, I think his on his arm is like. I'm going to butcher it. I don't remember. But it's like a motivational quote. And I just remember my aunt being like, oh, that's a nice quote. You couldn't have just written it down. <laughs> like, why did it need to be on your arm? I'm and super pro tattoo. Of, of but, <laughs> but when you're you're putting somebody else, you're bringing someone else into this situation. You know what I mean? I agree. Mm. Hopefully with their, you know, hopefully John Wall's mom okayed that. But the babies definitely didn't okay that. Babies did not. They're not, they they're not, not gonna have okay to turn that. eighteen before they're like, "Yes, I'm of sound mind and I'm an adult enough to say I didn't want to be tattooed on your back or your calf." I was not a cute baby. <laughs> I'm not saying that. I'm saying the universal. I I was a really cute baby. Great baby. Cute baby. Um. Yeah, I Ooh. can't relate to anything I was just talking about with other babies. <laughs> <laughs> I was a top tier baby. Um. Okay. So let's move on. Uh. This one is from. Chantal, who Harry's, our producer Harry went to high school with, right? Oh, cool. Chantal, please send in just some dirt on Harry. Yeah, leave a voice. Like, we have a lot already just because (laughs) he's an open dude, but I would love to hear any indicting stuff. What was your superlative, Harry? Uh, Mm. We went to this weird high school, Chantal and I, where our superlatives were netflix categories it was sort of sp- stupid not my decision but <laughs> like I, what best documentary yeah yeah exactly top I picks think- for today <laughs> number one in the u.s um, <laughs> <Number> <laughs> who was like number one in canada <laughs> no this is this is like a, a simpler time in the netflix algorithm this was like mm. buddy comedy you know, whatever. So I think mine was like f- feel good s- comedy with a dad in it. Something with a dad. That tracks. Yeah, actually, that tracks. That's t- yeah, that ha- that happened. Mm-hmm. Wow. <laughs> <that's it. laughs> I'm like that Wait. superlative actually played out. Yeah, that's yeah. good. That's good. Well, what I'm not was a yours, dad Haley? yet. Not a dad um, yet, but dad vibes. <laughs> okay. Yeah. 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 I think I was most likely to have a TV show and most likely to be president. What were you? I was best dressed. You know oh, it is. I was best dressed. It was great. Great time. Great time. Everybody knew. It was wonderful. It was wonderful. Um, Highest achievement of, of my life. <laughs> well, and to this day, every day you're living it out and making them proud at Sacramento High, wherever you went to school. Close. Um, <laughs> Okay, this is from Chantal. So she actually sent this in before I even asked for X, which is amazing, forward thinking. Um, should probably re- replace our current producer. Um, <laughs> uh, and then she quote tweeted, and well, it doesn't matter. Okay, this was her tweet. Listening to Spencer's today reminded me that my latest basketball ick was my realization that Steve Nash looks like Bart Bass. <laughs> Oh, hey. hang on. She had this side by side. I have to pull this up for you. This is so funny because it's so true. Um, yes. Yeah, so doesn't this sound just like or don't don't they look just alike? They actually do. I'm like, and who's this gonna... is good. These are good photos, too. They're like making the same face. Oh, yeah, that's that's uncomfortable. Yeah. I mean, they had to kill him off. 
<laughs> that's that's how much people hated him. They hated Bart so much they killed him off. Also, Bart. That's just a bad name. Terrible name. Oh, gosh. Okay, that's a good one. Thanks, Chantal. And send us dirt on Harry, please. Did you see that Summer Walker... Sorry, Harry, you're going to have to cut. Did you see that Summer Walker got her uh, new boyfriend's name tattooed on her head and his name's Ralph? No. No. His name's fucking Ralph. Speaking of mistake tattoos... No. Swear to swear to God. And he got Summer, which is cute. Summer, oh. Summer, like, but really Ralph, cute. It was like Bart, Ralph. Like there's some names where you just, you want to actually forget about them, that being your significant other name. Like you give them a cute nickname. I've done that before. Because you don't want to think about it at all because you're trying to maintain a sense of romance with them and affection. <laughs> Wait, no. She, it's Larry. Oh, that's even worse. With one R. With one R. Larry. With one R. Yes. Laurie. Laurie. Is it Laurie? I thought it was Ralph. I had just assigned it it to. Oh, it might be two R's. It's two R's. It's two okay. R's. Sorry. It's a little crease by her so eye. So now, like, literally, I thought it was Ralph, but all day people on the internet were just making fun of the name Larry. And I was like, Larry's didn't ask for this. You know, they didn't need this. If you're a Larry, a Ralph, or a Bart. Oh, God. I don't know. Yeah. Because here's the thing. <laughs> don't, if something happens. Don't let your significant other get that tattooed. <laughs> if something happens in this relationship. He can totally play it off. Like, summer's my favorite season. Summer, fall, That's why winter. I have it on yeah. above my eyebrow. But yeah. winter under Larry. the chin. Yeah. Larry. Larry. What are you going to? Best yes. case scenario, she can scratch out the A-R-R-Y and just put love uh, or, or L. L. Life. <laughs> or L. Live, life, yeah. love, L. Uh, live, Larry. laugh, Larry. My, some of my friends call me Larry. <laughs> live, laugh, Larry. That's funny. Oh yeah, isn't it when oh, you yeah, have your a... name's Harry? Would you want someone to have Harry on right by their eye, like no, on their face? Bad. Yeah. Harry's I love my name, too. and I still don't want to see it on someone's face. That's a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I have to love my name because I'm named after somebody. So, so I've never I. had a choice. Um, yeah, I'll tell you that story another time. Okay, Harry, you can keep that in, actually. I feel pretty passionate about the fact that Summer Walker should not have gotten that tattoo in our face. And we it talking about baby tattoos. Convers- it fits. Yeah, yeah, there you go. You can leave it in. Um, <laughs> okay, do you want to do one more? Yeah, let's do it. These have been great. Actually, actually oh, God, there's three more I really want to... I'll just kind of... I'll be quicker. Actually, okay. there's four, but I'm not going to just pause me when we have to stop. Okay. Emily says, Kevin Love not being engaged to me. First of all, huge ick. I can't believe it. Wow. Um, that would turn me off, too. So, yeah, that's that's <laughs> fucked up, Emily. Um, Aiden said, Ennis Cantor running back on defense. <laughs> but also, are you picturing? <laughs> like, the way his fists, all he, they come all the way up to his head. He's running like he just... He's it's like running like how like, I imagine <laughs> an animator. Yeah. Like he's on the elliptical. Like his arms come fully <laughs> and it just makes him slower. It made me think of Gorgie Zhang, like how he runs. 
back completely <laughs> straight. Like his back is not Great moving, posture. only his legs are. <laughs> so he's just super slow. I've always said if he was just like 30% less stiff, he'd be a totally different player. 30%. Wow. It's not his fault though. Like he does yoga all the time. No. Not his fault. What can you do? <laughs> we went to Louisville at the same time. We have mutual friends. They would tell me like how much yoga he would do each stretch, but that guy just could not. He was running like he had a plank of wood <laughs> on his back, you know? <laughs> and his candor is, I mean, oh he's like, he's got the tall thing too, where you just, you don't look like completely normal doing anything because your limbs are just so long. Abnormally long. There's yeah. too much time. You know yes. what I mean? Like, what do you do with the rest of the time? You've yes. got to try to do movements way quicker than everyone else. It's like if you had a really, like, fast voice. Mm-hmm. No, actually, it's if you had a really slow voice and you knew you were going to speed the podcast up. So they're trying, like, super – you know what I mean? They're doing all these things at once just to try to look normal, and Ennis Cantor's running down the court like this. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Also, I mean, of all the things he should be bullied for. <laughs> that's that's the thing. <laughs> <laughs> and it's what's it what did he say? And it's Cantor Freedom? Yeah, and it's Cantor Freedom. Yeah. Solid. 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 Sure. Um <laughs> they don't even have to change his last name when they do another Black Lives Matter NBA thing. He already has it'll one just, on his it'll jersey. just be freedom. Yeah, he already has one of the buzzwords. There it is. Um, <laughs> what are they like? Freedom, equality, group economics. Group. <laughs> what? Okay. Um, Corey says players dramatically launching their heads backward at the risk of whiplash just for a chance to get a ticky tack foul call. Robert Sarver. Oh, these are all different. <laughs> Wait, what? I was like, whoa. You had a list. <laughs> Whoa! Sorry, I was like... Daily <laughs> reading said... tweets is a, is a whole subcategory oh. of this show. I love um, it. Robert Sarver... Okay, there's, so there's a period, and then it says okay. Robert Sarver, comma, suction cup therapy bruise circle thingies. Oh, that's a good. That's good. Yes. So those that. are three separate thoughts. Now, as one thought... <laughs> I don't, I'm not sure, but yeah, those are three separate things. The suction cup therapy thing, that is a huge ick of mine. Not that they're doing it. I'm so glad that you found something that works for you, but it just looks weird. Horrible. Yeah. It's like bruises in circle form all over your back. And it looks uncomfortable and it looks like you're in pain. Exactly. It looks like some kind of failure. Yeah. Self care. When you really are just. Apparently doing self-care for your muscles. Yeah. Yes, um, yes, yes, I agree. I agree. Yeah, I don't like it. It looks weird. <laughs> uh, and those are like in pictures. Um, forever. You know, forever. Like someone's at an award ceremony because swimmers always have them. Mm-hmm. And they'll be like accepting their gold medal and there's like a bruise old, on their arm. Yeah. Perfectly circular bruise. I think bruises just Strange. don't look... The aesthetic changes when it's like an organized bruise. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you can sense it. Doesn't look as to tough. This, and it's in a circle. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. Um. Okay. And then this one, Harry especially loves. 
but I think it's great to shoot. I forgot to find who put this one. Um, they said Dallas Mavericks aesthetic. Just in general. Just in general. The city uniforms, the court. I'm sorry to all the Mavericks fans, but I'm sure it's it's an ick. I agree with no, that. No, it it is. Um, it, it makes me uncomfortable. They're really, and they've revamped it a bunch of times <laughs> the last like 15 years, 15, 17 years, and it still, still has bad. maintained just a general like unappealingness. Yeah. <laughs> what Harry likened it to was a 2015 Kia Sorento commercial, which I think is pretty. That's so specific. <laughs> Well, it's kind of like if you look at even the little logo, like the horse is so dramatic and like holding its head low and it almost feels like, um, oh, my God, that war horse movie. Did I ever tell you that? Um, do you remember my ex? Uh, he used to love war horse and he would like make me he'd be like, you have to watch it. You have to watch it. And like. That we got like that was our first, I think, legitimate fight. It was like I didn't want to watch War Horse. And then it was like the thing where when I finally watched it, it was like, you know, he's looking at you the whole time, like, are you enjoying the movie? Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's the worst. Yeah. <laughs> that's how I feel like it would be if God, I that's over. <laughs> anyway, if I that's finally what... watch um Portrait of a Fire, like you'd just be staring at me the whole time, being like Portrait of a Lady on Fire, first of all. Sorry. Sorry. Um there's also Portrait of a Lady, which is a book, which is different. I'm actually reading that right now. It's really good. Um, yeah, I'm going to let you watch that separately. Okay. But I will be texting you for updates. Great. Got it. <laughs> Except I, you can't text during it because it's in French, so you have to read the subtitles. <laughs> oh, God. I'm anti. I'm anti-subtitle. I can I, come I, over and, like, I can act it out. <laughs> I can do the dubbing. You know what I mean? <laughs> okay. I'll be like the dubbed, the I can dubbed do, version. I can do um, a higher pitch than what I do right now. I can do this. Okay. Believe it or not, I cannot really go that much lower than this right now unless I have a sore throat. And I can do a pretty good Tommy Henson. Great. And those are the only voices I could do. Wonderful. But that would be entertaining. We'll make it work. Okay. Um, Okay, yeah, so uh, I guess that's it for this week. Those were wonderful. Wow. Those were really good. And we didn't even get, there's like so many I wanted to get to. So, oh, we're, um, we're going to have to do this again. There's going to have to be a part two to the NBA X because these are wonderful. I love being surprised by these things because they're so good. Keep sending them in. Tell us uh, your favorite NBA ick on our voicemail at 502 502- 874-4453 or send us an email at spinsters at bluewirepods.com to be featured on the show. Spinsters is hosted by me, Haley O'Shaughnessy, and Jordan Liggins. This episode was produced by Jordan, Isabel Jocelyn, Harry Krinsky, and Alex Ward. Our production coordinator is Devin Shepard, and our executive producers are Peter Moses, John Yales, and me. This is Greg from Philadelphia. Uh, the player that gives me joy and gives me the ick is actually the same person, and it's Joel Embiid.
Um, I love him so much. I love how, uh, you know, he came from not playing at all to being the guy and to being, you know, the guy that represents this team so well. Um, but at the free throw line, he picks his wedgie every time. <laughs> it's just uh, pretty crazy. Um, so I love him, but also he's a little crazy. Um, happy birthday, Haley, and thanks.